The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Emails that Clinton turned over for review after her use of the private email account became public. The department said it found a total of 588 violations involving information that was deemed to be classified. The report concluded that the use of a private email system to conduct official business adds an increased degree of risk of compromise to State Department networks. This is USA Radio News. So there's this guy named Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. So the question for Jordan and his wife Jenny was, is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is, is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Bill Macy, the character actor who was the long-suffering foil to B. Arthur's unyielding feminist on the daring 1970s sitcom Maud, has died. He was 97. The stint as Walter Finley on the CBS sitcom that aired from 72 to 78 was Macy's highest profile in a long-stage film and TV career. He made dozens of guest appearances, including Seinfeld, How I Met Your Mother, and E.R. The portion of Americans with no religious affiliation is rising significantly in tandem with a sharp drop in the percentage that identifies as Christians, according to new data from the Pew Research Center. Based on telephone surveys conducted in 2018 and 2019, Pew said that 65% of American adults now describe themselves as Christian, down from 77% in 2009. Meanwhile, that portion describes their religious identity as atheist, agnostic, or nothing in particular, now stands at 27 Six percent up from 17 percent in 2009 this is usa is your relationship healthy are you on the right path do you need to change jobs whatever burden you seek to resolve ask your granny at psychic grannies each medium has specific psychic skills from talking to loved ones on the other side to relationship readings and more call psychic grannies to get your reading now 702-248-1976 or visit them online at psychicgrannies.com when you need answers trust your granny Gibson's Canine Classroom knows you love your pets, but one of the more frustrating doggy behavior problems you may encounter is when your precious poops and pees inside your home, despite your best efforts to teach otherwise. This is not only messy in the worst way, it can result in costly floor and carpet damage. 
Mark Gibson, longtime operator of Gibson's Canine Classroom, offers an in-home housebreaking assessment visit. Mark will go over with you what you have been doing, why it may not be working, and make corrective recommendations. If there are other behavioral issues contributing to your difficulties, Mark Gibson can assess your dog for that as well and evaluate your dog's training potential. This housebreaking instruction also includes a phone call follow-up, which you can use if you need additional troubleshooting. Mark Gibson is the longest established leash trainer in the Valley, with many years of dog training experience and a longtime member of the Better Business Bureau. See all Mark has to offer at gibsonscanineclassroom.com. Distilled bars and restaurants offer the best in handcrafted food, like Applewood smoked bacon and eggs, the best biscuits and gravy you've ever had, the Western Bacon Burger, the 90 Fat Boy Burger, and New York Steak and Eggs. And for dessert, how about breaded pudding, the chocolate brownie sundae, or confetti deep-fried Oreos? Come watch the Vegas Golden Knights at Distill with food and drink specials. Distill has three locations to serve you. Check them out at www.distillbar.com. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. Sports fans, you know the sports news. In a minute, you're going to hear the sports angle with your host, Rocco Kelly, on KSHB, 1400 AM in Las Vegas. For streaming options, go to KSHP.com. Now, turn up the volume and listen to Rocco Kelly and the sports angle. On KSHP 1400. Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. We are here on AMP TV, A-A-M-P dot TV, KSHP 1400 AM in Las Vegas. Listen in on iHeartRadio and Spotify. Go to our website, thesportsangle.com. To listen to the show live, pick up some swag, and get information on our past and future guests. The ALCS, the Houston Astros, the New York Yankees. Before their most recent matchup, you could have very well assumed that Houston Astros, them having a former Cy Young, their ace, Justin Verlander, on the mound, that it was going to be game over. The Houston Astros were going to be at Yankee Stadium. They were going to get the job done. And they were going to move on to the World Series and face the underdogs. The new blood in the in the World Series, the Washington Nationals. However, the New York Yankees had a had a different mindset. Now, not just the fact that they had a three run home run from Aaron Hicks out of all out of all people, but the New York Yankees they beat the Houston Astros to make it a three two series. To head back to Houston. And to potentially make this series go even longer 
than it, uh, than it should be. But more importantly, the Houston Astros, during their most recent game, they did not look like the same team that we saw back in Houston. They did not look like the dominant team that was up 3-1 in the series before their recent game. Justin Verlander looked off. James Paxton, you got to give a lot of credit to. Not many people are giving a lot of credit to the Yankees starting pitching. And hey, I was one of them at the beginning. I wasn't giving them a lot of credit. I was mainly paying attention to their bullpen. Tonight, James Paxton did exactly what he had to do to make the New York Yankees beat the Houston Astros and still be in the fight. Their next game that they have to do in Houston, both teams are going to heavily rely on their bullpen. And which team has the better bullpen between the Astros and the Yankees? Well, if you've listened to my show for a while you would know that I have been praising the Yankees' bullpen as one of their biggest strengths. But that was for the regular season. All right, that was the ALDS. All right, their bullpen has been great in those scenarios. The ALCS, not so much. We have seen relief pitchers come in for the New York Yankees and fall flat. In the recent game, we saw... Before this one, we saw one of their relief pitchers do half an inning, get injured, taken out, and had the bases loaded with a brand new pitcher who had to be brought in early because the pitcher that was currently in there got injured. And sure enough, the Astros scored a couple of runs because of that. With Game 6 being heavily reliant on their bullpens, yes, the favors should go with the New York Yankees, but the ALCS has shown that the Astros' bullpen can at least compete with the Yankees. It's not as a far advantage as some people thought it would be, with the Yankees' bullpen being way better than what the Astros' is. I say it's closer than it, than it was before before the series took off. That the Astros and the Yankees, their bullpens going into Game 6, those are going to be great matchups to watch. And that matchup's really going to show who is going to persevere the most when they do get to the World Series and face the Washington Nationals. If you're MLB, it's going to be a Game 6. They're headed back to Houston. What would you want to see? I'm not talking about the fan base. I'm not talking about the sports book. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm going to wait just a little bit. Right now, I'm talking about just MLB. From a revenue and a ratings aspect, what option would you like to see the most? The Houston Astros in Houston getting the job done and celebrating with a Game 6 victory? Or, or is it the best interest in Major League Baseball to make this go seven games? 
to make this the World Series before the World Series takes place, like so many people have said it would be. I said early on in this series that I expected it to go seven games. I expected MLB to milk out this series as much as they can to get enough revenue and enough ratings before the World Series happens. Because with the Washington Nationals being new blood, there isn't going to be an immediate reaction and there isn't going to be a huge draw to seeing the Washington Nationals in the World Series. It's simply not going to be. The New York Yankees, however, they're a worldwide name. They're a brand. Okay, Their image is something that everybody knows. You go to any non-baseball fan and you ask them to name a team, the New York Yankees are most likely going to be that team that they name. When you look at the MLB London series earlier this summer, that was a great example of that. Nearly three-fourths of the stadium wore Yankees memorabilia. Let me get back to my points. I kind of digressed there. Let me get back. The Houston Astros are a potential dynasty. If they get past the Yankees and they move on to the World Series, if they beat the Washington Nationals, well, that is two in three years. If they win another World Series after that, that would be three out of four years. We have seen dynasties in baseball before. The Yankees. Back in the late 90s and the early 2000s, for example, the Giants in this decade, when they won three out of five in, in three out of five years, All right, a dynasty in baseball is possible. It's extremely hard in understanding the competition and how fierce it is. It's not easy. It's not like the NBA. It's not like the NFL, where dynasties happen all the time. No, MLB is harder, but it's still possible the Houston Astros and the New York Yankees are great for baseball they're two teams that two separate fan bases they love if you're a casual baseball fan or even if you're a diehard baseball fan like myself it's a matchup that you like to see You like to see Houston, and you like to see New York. And I believe MLB knows that. And that is why this series is going to go seven games. I do not see this series ending in game six in Houston. All right, MLB is going to do everything that they can Yes, exactly. It will be a a seven-game series, Vegas Mike. MLB will do what is best for business. And they will make this a seven-game series because they understand that it's not going to be a seven-game series in the World Series. So how about we make this series, the ALCS, the World Series before the World Series, a seven-game series. You stretch it out as long as possible. Vegas, Karen, you said go Yankees. I'm assuming that you're a Yankees fan, so I will say, you know, the Yankees came back. They're down 3-2. to two. Anything's possible, especially in the modern day. 
Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. We'll see what happens. Now, from a casual fan perspective, I just talked to MLB from a casual fan. Why would they want a seven-game series? Why would the fans of baseball love to see the Yankees and the Astros face off in two more games and not just end in game six? Here is why. Because of the build-up and because of the amount of media attention that this game will get. A game seven New York and Houston, the buildup, the media, all of the marketing that's going to go into having these people watch this game. Fans are going to tune in. They're going to be on their phones. They're going to be tweeting about it. They're going to be on social media talking about it. It's a win-win for both sides, for MLB and for the casual fan, because a fan will like to see a Game 7 because they'll have the excitement. They'll be on their couch. They'll crack open a beer. They'll grab some popcorn. They'll get a hot dog. And they'll be with their family and friends. And they're going to watch a Game 7 to see who moves on to the World Series. And more than likely is going to be the team that wins the World Series. Hitting beat pitching tonight. Well, did it really, Vegas Karen? Did hitting really beat the pitching tonight? Because you could argue that if James Paxton for the New York Yankees did not limit the Astros to just one run, then it could have very well been the opposite way. If James Paxton didn't hold up his end of the bargain for the New York Yankees, or you could flip it and say if Justin Verlander did what he has done this entire season, and I'm getting into hypotheticals here, but stay with me, The pitching actually had a lot to do with what happened in this game. All right, you said the hitting beat the pitching. I disagree. If James Paxton didn't do as great as he did tonight, the New York Yankees wouldn't have gone to a game six. Now, I'm reading the chat here on Amp TV. You can join in the conversation for everybody who's watching. Vegas Mike said, will be seven games because Yankees will be better in the relief game than the Astros. Not because of cheating. Not because of cheating, you say. Now, I want you to tell me more. In fact, Vegas Mike, you can call in 702-221-7283. Explain to me what you meant by not because of cheating. 
Because your first statement, game six is going to show your point. Because the bullpens are going to be heavily relied on for game six between the Yankees and the Astros. So your argument and your comment is actually going to hold weight in this upcoming matchup because the bullpens are going to be used a lot by Houston and New York. That is where your comment is going to lie. Before this series even took off, there have been insiders, there have been analysts who have been talking about how this was the World Series before the World Series, and I have to agree. You can't deny that the AL has been more has been watched and been heavily entertaining as opposed to the NL. Now the National League, I'm not saying that it was a boring snooze fest, but you have to admit that this ALCS between the Astros and the Yankees, there has been some back and forth. There has been some matchups. There's been that walk-off home run. There has been Yankees fans throwing trash on the field. There has been Yankees fans cussing out the Astros pitchers. There has been drama everywhere you look. Where in the National League, outside of a expletive rant by the Cardinals manager, we really didn't see any of that back-and-forth drama that we have seen with the Yankees and the Astros. Vegas Mike, you asked, do you think MLB will cheat? Well, it explains on what you think by, what do you think it means by cheating? I want you to explain it to me, Vegas Mike. How would MLB cheat? I want you to tell me more. Because I don't want to answer the question without you giving me the entire question. Because there are a variety of ways that MLB could cheat. So I want you to explain to me how or why MLB would cheat. Do you think MLB will cheat by umpires calling pitches for the Yankees? Well, calling pitches for the Yankees, you say. Well, you could make the narrative, and you actually could flip this and say at the beginning of the series, there were pitches that were being called on the Astros and not the Yankees. There have been a lot of questionable calls in this series that have gone Houston's ways and not the New York Yankees, especially in the first two games of the series when they were in Houston. There was a lot of inside corners that were called strikes when it looks like they could have been balls. Or more importantly, there were certain pitches that looked high. And they should have been balls, but they were called strikes as well. And majority of them were called on the New York Yankees in benefit of the Houston Astros. So with them going back to Houston, if you're saying, if you're saying will MLB cheat by the umpires calling pitches for the Yankees, unless we see definitive proof that the umpires will call in favor of the Yankees and not the Astros, then I will say absolutely. But until we get to that point, because the last time they were in Houston, they were calling a lot of pitches in favor of Houston. Of course the umpires can tilt the game. The umpires are a very important part of baseball. 
Most people don't realize this. But the decisions that the umpires make can decide an entire series. More importantly, it can set off a chain reaction that will cause a series to go on a complete 360 and flip on its side. So yes, the umpires can most definitely tilt the game. It all just depends on what side would they tilt on. Will it be the Astros? Because I brought up the first two games, there was a lot of questionable pitches against the Yankees that went in the Astros' favor. So if you're bringing up that they could flip this and have the it be the opposite and have it go against the Astros in the Yankees' favor, look, it's anything's possible. But we'll have to wait and see. We are going to take a commercial break here on The Sports Angle. Follow me on social media at Rocco Kelly Radio, and we will be right back. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you start up with capital, business strategy, sales, and marketing, and establish your company with a physical location or an online presence on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. Then American Business Trust can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's abtrustco.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They'll help your business right away. That's American Business Trust Company. Online at abtrustco.com. American Business Trust Company. 
Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. Welcome back to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Here on AMP TV, A-A-M-P dot TV. Listening on iHeartRadio and Spotify. And go to our website, thesportsangle.com. To listen to the show live, pick up some swag, and get information on past and future guests. Now, Vegas Mike, you did say that the Yankees relievers do not need the umpires. They just need equal so the Yankees hitters can beat Houston's relievers. I do have to point out to you that the couple of games that they lost to the Houston Astros, believe it or not, the Yankees couldn't beat the Houston Astros relievers. They struggled throughout the entire game. Okay, in those losses, in those three losses that they have obtained against the Houston Astros, their pitching staff of the Houston Astros, they did a phenomenal job against the Yankees hitters. They nearly shut them out. For the most part. They took everything away from the Yankees hitters. And then you go on, Vegas Mike, and you say the biggest question, why does Rocco believe the Astros relievers can beat the Yankees relievers? 
Other than his opinion, statistics do not support that opinion. Well, f- Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our 4th of July special. The new Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $8.99. Plus free premium delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. At Total Wine & More, we know what pairs perfectly with summer. Go ahead, test us. What goes best with a beach trip? This crisp rosé. A pool party? Try these craft beers. Oh, you're good. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine & More. First off, I have never said, and you can go back to all the archives, you can go to all the shows, I have never said that the Astros' bullpen is better than the New York Yankees. I have said that because of this series... And the flaws that we have seen in the Yankees' bullpen, thanks to the Astros hitting, the Yankees' bullpen does not have that big of an advantage as they did before the series started against the Astros' relievers. That is all I said, and I'm sticking to that. Okay, the Yankees' bullpen doesn't look as dominant as they did back in the ALDS and this regular season. They have let up a couple of runs in this series from their bullpen. They have gotten bases loaded in certain situations. So I am not, and I have never said that the Yankees relieving is worse than the Houston Astros. I have not said that. But I have said the gap has been closed and it's actually gotten closer thanks to the ALCS and the performances we have seen so far. And also to mention, Game 6 is going to prove whose bullpen really is the best because you have to factor in that Game 6, the next game in the series, is going to be heavily relied on the bullpen because of how many starters have had to be used in the first five games. That is all I'm saying, Vegas Mike. And Vegas Mike, like I said earlier, And I'm saying this to him, but more importantly, everybody else as well. If you want to give me your thoughts on the Yankees and the Astros, 702-221-7283. 702-221-7283. Because this series is going to be, is going to, supposed to be great. It is supposed to be the actual World Series before the World Series happens. That's what everybody's been hyping this up to be. And I brought up earlier that it's the best interest for MLB and more importantly for the fans as well. That it benefits everybody for it to go seven games. Alright, that is really what you need from a Yankees and Astros series. Now, I'm going to get away from this topic because we've been discussing this for nearly a half hour. But let's get to some football conversation. Now, Patrick Mahomes. Now, he had a dislocated kneecap. And because of this, he will be out a while. Now, can the Kansas City Chiefs still win 
without Patrick Mahomes. Now, you cannot say that Kansas City will be the same team without Mahomes as they are with him. You can't say that at all. However, you can point out that with the opponents that they're going to have to face without Mahomes, they are not going to be killed right away. Matt Moore is currently their starting quarterback with Patrick Mahomes down. And Matt Moore has been a reliable veteran quarterback. He's very similar to a Kyle Orton. You know, a reliable quarterback who you can have him be a backup. You can have him be filled in in certain situations and they get the job done. Matt Moore did it in Miami. He did it in very brief situations in Carolina. And he really never got a chance to do it in Dallas with Tony Romo at the helm. But he did appear in sporadic games during that tenure there. Now, Vegas, Karen, you said that you do not think that Patrick Mahomes, with him being gone, the Kansas City cannot win without him. Look, it's only going to be three games. That's it. They got Green Bay, Minnesota, and Tennessee. Now, Tennessee has been awful this year. Okay, they have been a mediocre at best team. I mean, they lost to Denver Broncos, and they had to have two starting quarterbacks to get flip-flopped in between. And now there's been conversation that Tennessee is going to flip Marcus Mariota to another team at the NFL trade deadline. But let's not get to that topic. Let's get back to what we're talking about. Now, Tennessee Titans is not going to be that bad of a challenge for the Kansas City Chiefs. Matt Moore can come in, and he can do exactly what they need him to do. Minnesota, we've all heard this, that Kirk Cousins going up against an above 500 team, he struggles in. And for the most part, that has been true. Now, last week, he did beat the Philadelphia Eagles, but that was a one-off scenario. A majority of the seat time that we have seen Kirk Cousins, he collapses against top 500 teams. Kansas City, you have to give credit to their defense. All right, their defense is not as bad as some people say they are. And I understand people said, oh, they faced the Denver Broncos offensive line. That's why they had 40-plus sacks on Joe Flacco on Thursday night. I get it. However, you have to understand a key important detail with Kansas City Chiefs defense. They get the job done as long as the offense produces. Okay, if the offense produces points and they will get and they will get points. All right, that team is still a very skilled offense even without Patrick Mahomes. Now, it's less without Mahomes there, but they still have the talent on that roster. And with a veteran quarterback in Matt Moore, he, with his experience and everything that he has had, he will be able to get Kansas City down the field. He'll be able to get them yardage when it counts, when it matters. And with the defense not letting up as much points as the Kansas City offense does. That has been their strategy this entire year. As long as the offense produces, the defense 
will try to put up as less points as the offense does. Now, now I'm going to get to New England in a second, Vegas, Karen, but let me just continue here. Now, Green Bay is going to be actually the toughest matchup they're going to face, especially with the referees in Green Bay's pocket. Okay, we all know that the referees and Green Bay Packers have such a strong relationship with each other. So that one's going to be tough. But Minnesota and Tennessee, they're going to be doable. Now, at the best, Kansas City will go 2-1. and one. All right, I do not see them losing all three games. And look, even if for some weird scenario in this hypothetical situation, they lose all three games, they will still be 5-5. Five and five. They will be a 500 ball club by the time Patrick Mahomes comes back. And we all know that Patrick Mahomes can take that team back to the playoffs. They can get them to an AFC West title. Now, to answer your question, Vegas, Karen, without Mahomes, no one can beat New England. Well, who said that Kansas City could beat New England with Patrick Mahomes? Last year, Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City fell short in the ASC Championship game against New England. Every single year, we expect a team to come in the AFC and beat Tom Brady and the New England Patriots, and we haven't seen it. We have never seen a team from the AFC come in and destroy Tom Brady since maybe Peyton Manning and Denver a couple of years ago. But for the last couple of years, nobody has stopped Tom Brady and nobody has been able to get past New England in an AFC championship game. So Vegas, Karen, the argument I got to ask you is... You said that with Mahomes out, no one could beat New England. Well, with Mahomes in the lineup, could they even beat New England? Do you think Kansas City could even beat New England if Mahomes was their starting quarterback? Because I think that's highly unlikely. I don't think Kansas City, or more importantly, any other team in the AFC will beat New England in a playoff game. All right, New England has had the experience, but more importantly, they have been the top dog of the AFC for so long. I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody stopping them. Exactly. Yes, it is the Madden curse that got Patrick Mahomes. For anybody who doesn't know about this, the Madden curse is that it's this myth, or more likely a legend now at this point, that whoever is on the Madden cover that year is either going to have a horrible season statistically is going to be injured, going to be suspended, or their team will fall so horribly that they went from being a Super Bowl contender to not even making the playoffs that year. In some way, whoever's on the cover, their team, their their play style, everything that happens gets affected when you're on the cover of Madden. And Kansas City... I mean, Patrick Mahomes is on the cover this year. And he has been injured now three separate times. He got injured in their week one matchup against Denver. He got injured against Indianapolis. And then we all saw what happened this recent Thursday night football matchup. So absolutely, I'm blaming the Madden curse on why Patrick Mahomes is being consistently injured this year. 
Now, you say that Patrick Mahomes is the new Tom Brady. Well, Vegas Karen, if you mind to call in, go right ahead. Because I don't see how Patrick Mahomes is the new Tom Brady. Because I don't think anybody is the new Tom Brady. Patrick Mahomes is the first Patrick Mahomes. Can anybody really name me a similarity to Patrick Mahomes in terms of the way that he plays? The style that he performs on the field? But more importantly, the attributes and the way that he performs on the field... I have not seen really any quarterback before Patrick Mahomes who does what he can do. The only other comparison that I can maybe think of is Brett Favre with less interceptions. That's maybe the only comparison I can think of off the top of my head, but there really hasn't been any quarterback who's like Patrick Mahomes. So Vegas Karen, like I brought up, you want to call in you want to tell me why you think Patrick Mahomes is the new Tom Brady, then go right ahead. Because I need you to tell me more. Because you need to explain to me how Tom Brady is going to be replaced by Patrick Mahomes. Because I don't see it. I believe that Tom Brady is going to be 80 years old, and he's still going to be playing in the NFL. And based on how soft the league has become and nobody could touch a quarterback now, it's very plausible that he still has the arm, he still has the cannon. I mean, 80 years old, you see him walking up on his stroller. He says, hut. And because nobody could touch him, he waits around for 30, 45, maybe even a minute, and then throws it for a long touchdown pass. Now, would anybody like to see that, by the way? To see an 80-year-old Tom Brady playing for the New England Patriots competing for his 24th Super Bowl ring. Vegas Karen, you are incorrect. You said that Patrick Mahomes was drafted late. No, he was not. Patrick Mahomes was a 10th overall pick in the 2017 NFL Draft. Tom Brady was the 199th pick in the 2000 NFL Draft. There's a huge gap there. There's 189 picks of a gap between where Tom Brady was selected and where Patrick Mahomes was selected. And yes, they both sat on the bench for the first season. You also need to understand that Kansas City believed in Patrick Mahomes. That's why they traded away Alex Smith, the year that Patrick Mahomes was set to take over. You have to understand that Tom Brady only only became a starting quarterback because Drew Bledsoe got injured. And I need to remind you that later that season, the guy who started the AFC Championship game in 2001, it wasn't Tom Brady. It was Drew Bledsoe. In fact, there was this insane quarterback battle Heading to that Super Bowl that year, will it be Drew Bledsoe or will it be Tom Brady? So both situations are completely different. Alex Smith did not get injured in Kansas City. No, he did not. He got injured in Washington. He most definitely got injured with the Washington Redskins. However, with Kansas City, no, he did not get injured the year that Patrick Mahomes started Week 17. They gave Alex Smith a week off 
Mahomes played against the Chargers, and he did great, which led to him getting the promotion of being the starting quarterback the next season. And a 10th overall pick is not late. There is absolutely no way that you could justify the 10th overall pick in a NFL draft as being a late draft pick. Now, you might say that Patrick Mahomes should have been the first overall pick. That has some merit. But there is no way a 10th overall pick is a late draft pick. If you're a first-round pick, you are not classified as a late draft pick. There's no way. Will the Kansas City Chiefs, during this time period of Patrick Mahomes being injured until he comes back, they are going to trust Matt Moore. And they have another veteran quarterback in Chad Henney backing up Matt Moore. But could Kansas City very well possibly bring in a younger quarterback and bring in somebody who is new and not known to the team that would be able to fill in and take on that spot, take in that third quarterback position for the very short time period. Just in case, because we have seen this in the NFL, where quarterbacks will keep going down like a freaking plague, will it be a possibility to see Patrick Mahomes while he's been injured if Matt Moore gets injured or Chad Henney gets injured? Could we see Kansas City take a younger quarterback from the free agency market? Or they could trade with a team, give up a low draft pick to get a quarterback and fill in the gap in between. Because it is a possibility. It's a very good possibility as well. As a matter of fact, they actually have a quarterback that actually is in their practice squad. And Kyle Schumer, who came from Vanderbilt, he's only 22 years old, and he could be that young quarterback I'm talking about. They could bring him up from the practice squad, or they can bring in a quarterback who's younger. And if a worst scenario happens, if Matt Moore gets injured alongside Patrick Mahomes, they'll bring in a quarterback to fill in that gap. Uh, call or identify yourself. Hey, this is Abner Cadaver. Well, Abner, it is great to hear from you. It's nice to speak with you too, young man. How's everything today? Oh, everything is doing great. How about yourself? I just got done having a very large potato, and it was stuffed with lots of butter, because that's what we do here in Pocatello. Well, that deserves a round of applause right there. Excellent. And you should try one. It's a late-night snack. Now, Abner, we have been discussing the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes has that dislocated kneecap. He's going to be gone for the next three games. They have a veteran quarterback in Matt Moore, who to me is very similar to Kyle Orton, a veteran quarterback who's reliable. He can come in and he can fill in in those situations. He's reliable. However, if for some reason Matt Moore gets injured as well, and like one of the, in a horrible worst case scenario, would the Kansas City Chiefs take a low draft pick 
and trade it for a quarterback who's on another team, or would they go in free agency and get a younger quarterback to fill in that gap? Well, I, I don't know, young man. I, I don't necessarily believe that it's the end of the world with Patrick Mahomes out, you see. <clears throat> Whether it's Matt Moore or, or a, a broken Coke machine, it really shouldn't matter. What really matters is they have other players on the offense. If they have a a, a somewhat reasonable or, or serviceable quarterback it, it, it's somewhere on the team, I think they would be fine. In fact, they, they'd probably be fine with a German Shepherd. Could you imagine a German Shepherd running around, throwing around the football, or more importantly, running with the <clears throat> football? Well, I can see him running with the football. The only problem is he might deflate it, but maybe he plays for the New England Patriots. <laughs> well, speaking of the New England Patriots, I have somebody in the chat on Amp TV who keeps on saying that Patrick Mahomes is better than Tom Brady. Does it really matter whether he's better or not? Because the New England Patriots are the better team. Nobody cares if he's better. That's the point I am making to the person in the chat, Vegas Karen. Is that you is that even if Patrick Mahomes was fully healthy and he was with Kansas City, the dominance of New England, and how many years that it has been that New England's been the top dog of the AFC, I don't think, or more importantly, I don't see a team in the AFC defroning New England anytime soon. It's, even if they were fully healthy. Well, frankly, young man, I, I don't necessarily believe that one man is more powerful than 52. And who would that, and who would that be? Well, I, I think of the roster. The entire roster. Is Patrick Mahomes more important than the balance of the roster for, the, for, for his team? The, 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 the Kansas City Arrowhead men. No. No, you have to have an entire roster around you. You can't just have one person. Well, that's my point. So you could put anybody, maybe a slot back, or maybe you could put uh, a tailback and run a wildcat, and they'll still be able to throw the ball and find an open receiver. It doesn't really matter now, does it? Because Kansas City doesn't have an offense, but what or defense, but what they can do is they could beat you up in, in, in many different ways on offense. Right, their offense, like, they can have any type of option. They have a lot of star talent on that roster. Uh, the but the problem is K- Kansas, the, the, the Kansas City men cannot win a game 13-3 uh, to or 6-3. Or, or to They have to win. They, they, I, I, I would surmise that the, the Kansas City Arrowhead men likely don't win games in, unless they score at least 23 or 24 points. Right, the when was the last time they won a game? Defense, right, when was the last time? Well, that's the object of the game, young man. But when was the last time the, the, the Arrowhead people won a game w- without scoring at least 20 points? That is a great question. If anybody in the chat knows, I would definitely like to hear that answer. But it's definitely been a while with how many points the defense lets up every single game. That's why I bring up that the Chiefs offense basically has to outscore the Chiefs defense. 
Well, the, the, the you got to remember the, the the goal is to outscore your opponent. But for example, if the if the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, a fully healthy uh, Kansas City Chiefs played a, f- a fully healthy Chicago Bears team, the Chicago Bears would win the game because defense wins championships. Defense definitely does win championships. That actually deserves a round of applause right there. Defense wins championships. Yes, and, and, and defense technically win, uh, creates dynasties, too. Because remember, let, go, go back to that 1985 squad from the Chicago Bears. Their offense was remarkably mediocre, but the defense caused many, many, many points off of turnover. And so there were easy touchdowns, defensive touchdowns, special teams touchdowns, and the Chicago Bears won without a great offense, without a Patrick Mahomes-type quarterback, even with a healthy Mr. McMahon from Brigham Young University. He was just a little bit above an average quarterback. And I remember this. I was probably, well, shoot, this was, what, 35, 35 years ago. I mean, I was still 145. It's very similar to the Baltimore Ravens during their championship runs. They never really had a great offense during those two right. uh, championships. Right, right, runs. Mr. Kelly. Mr. Kelly, you're right, but the Chicago Bears did not feature murderers and, and thugs and criminals on their team either. You are right, Abner. But Baltimore Ravens was the first team that popped into my head before you even brought the Chicago Bears. When it comes to defense wins championships, we saw it with Baltimore. We saw it with Chicago Bears. And the last two years or so, the Chicago Bears defense should be, and they should be, that team. The Chicago Bears, as they stand, even in our in our area here in, in Pocatello and throughout the, the Idaho Mountains, all the way to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, uh, the Chicago Bears are a big favorite here, just like your hockey team. They they show them on television up here. You, you know, I, I hear the uh, your hockey team is is televising in I don't know of uh, seven, six, seven states, and then that's a world record, I think. I believe that is a world record around seven states for the Vegas Golden Knights. Yes, that is around a world. Record. Yes, but but back to back to those Chicago Bears. I, I bring it up because they're a local favorite in this area. They they don't one would think that it would that a lot of people like the Denver Broncos, but the problem is the Denver Broncos are they play like a bunch of girls, a bunch of sissy girls. Right, they're not really a Bronco at this. Not that point. there's anything wrong with girls. Yeah, Denver Broncos they really haven't been a successful team since Peyton Manning was there. Or even well, I guess you can even say it wasn't really Peyton Manning. It was around. I mean, he was the quarterback, but he wasn't the main reason. Was it Brock Osweiler or was it Peyton Manning? It was most definitely Brock Osweiler, and my sarcasm <laughs> is definitely not showing. <laughs> I need to work on my sarcastic voice because clearly it's not showing that well. But it was definitely Brock Osweiler. Well, that's why Osweiler got the big contract, of course. I, I think he was paid, I don't know, some some gargantuan amount of cash money, something to the tune of uh, two truckloads, I think. Two truckloads of money. Man, I would have loved to receive two truckloads of money from well, anywhere I work. 
Well, but but that's that's exactly what your your last president Barry Sotero gave to the people in the Middle East. He gave them pallets full of money, pallets and pallets full of money. I guess it's the same thing. And they both robbed the people, and they robbed the people because Brock Osweiler was terrible. Yeah, Brock, Wa- Brock Osweiler, he was awful. I mean, even during that brief Ooh. tenure with the, if I remember correctly, the Cleveland Browns, they had him <laughs> for only four games, and then they traded him right back to Denver. <laughs> well, the fish were biting, weren't they? I wonder if they were brown trout. <laughs> well, Abner, we have a couple of minutes before we end the show, so I'm going to very quickly give you a couple of seconds to have some final thoughts. Uh, well, maybe, maybe if I had that fancy schmancy social media stuff, I guess I would, I would say it. But maybe I should get it as as Mr. Potato Man from Pocatello. I guess you can, you can try to find that. Maybe you can find me. Maybe I'm hiding in the potato fields. <laughs> Yeah, and you should definitely get AMP TV as well. Go on, be on the chat. Uh, I don't. What, what is what, what is AMP TV, young man? I, 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 it's the first I've heard of it. Well, AMP TV, A A M P dot T V. Now, AMP TV is on Twitch. It's a interactive, uh, interactive video where you can uh, chat with the people who are watching you. So, so I can see your face is what you're saying. Yes, you I could watch you on my on my television. Yeah, or can I watch you? Can I watch you on my computer screen? You can do both. What if I want to throw a pie in your face? You could do that as well. Well, Abner, I will talk to you another time. Oh, okay, young man. Enjoy your night, and and, and best of luck with your football teams. And this was the Sports Angle. We're here weekdays. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. So long. See you next time. Live from Las Vegas with Mike and Ned. Ted on 1400 KSHP North Las Vegas. Online at KSHP.gov. The White House acknowledged that President Donald Trump's decision to hold up military aid to Ukraine was linked to his demand that Kiev investigate Democratic National Committee and the 2016 presidential campaign. This admission came from Acting Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney, and it raised questions at the Justice Department. Mulvaney said Trump did nothing improper because he was asking for help, and he was withholding money at the time because he was worried about Ukrainian corruption. This is a corrupt place. Everybody knows it's a corrupt place. Put this in context. This is on the heels of what happened in Puerto Rico when we took a lot of heat for... Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. And now, during the Tempur-Pedic Summer of Sleep, all Tempur-Pedic mattresses are on sale, with savings up to $500 on adjustable sets. Get your best sleep, all night, every night. Learn more at TempurPedic.com. At General Motors, we make more than electric vehicles. We're helping to make the world a safer, more inclusive place for all. As the first automaker to support the Equality Act, General Motors celebrates and embraces diversity every day, especially during Pride Month, which is why we're proud to team up with iHeartRadio to support Can't Cancel Pride and the LGBTQ community. Because everybody in means everybody. Learn more at GM.com.